this is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela, and I have an oversexed squirrel. An oversexed squirrel. Yeah, and I'm not sexualizing her. She is straight up oversexed. I'm also a psychic medium and um, other things, too. I, we have a lot of new listeners, so I feel like we should probably tell them what we do as well. Oh, okay. Hi, my name is Ryan Singer. <laughs> I'm a stand-up comedian, paranormal investigator, host of Paranormal Podcast. Um, you know, I, um, seek the, I seek the unexplainable. Yeah, um, there it is. And um, also, you know, interested in magic. I had a really good meditation today, actually. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> that, was, that was new and interesting for me. Um, in, in regards of, you know, trying to incorporate magic and manifestation and things like that. Cause I took a tip from you from last week. Oh, what was it? The, um, doing, uh, sorry, that's a little bit of sunlight, I think coming in on my hand. It's right a there. little bit of sunlight. Oh, uh, look at you. Any, any patrons can see Ryan. I have glow. to be doing, I should be doing Reiki with this hand. You so. got like a Jesus hand. Um, so I actually saw him today speak of, speak of the oh, devil, wow. not really. Okay, speaking. so we got a lot to talk about because I also want to talk yeah. about, um, you know, buying, <laughs> buying a magical home. Um, yes. And also, you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about, you know, how, you know what is time and changing the past and the mm -hmm. future with our consciousness. Uh, and there's some scientific yes. studies that say you can actually change, you can potentially change the past with your consciousness. And Fuck yeah. And doesn't seem to make logical sense when you first hear it and i don't know, i just binged season three of the show dark on netflix which is so good and has everything to do with time travel and all that kind of stuff anyway what are we talking about all oh, the meditation yeah so the tip Let's that you it. had last week i think it was last week was the idea of when you're making your list of things that you want mm -hmm. and uh, my you know to put something for like the collective at the top of the list. So yeah. instead of always trying to get things for me, for me, for me through magic, like money or whatever, work or, you know, ascension, what, you know, these things, put something bigger up first. So I only, I really only focused on that as the whole focus of my meditation. I mean, my, also my meditation was about releasing anxiety and things like that, but just in the moment. But as far as future manifestation goes, it was all about um, you know, becoming love, like, like, like that was like the main focus of the meditation, creating love, yeah. actually what it was. So that the, that the world would create more love, uh, oh, God, as, yeah. was my, was my goal. And man, I had all these like weird colors, like, um, like vapors and things like coming off of my body. I was it's always different for me. Like when I try to ground myself, like sometimes I find myself in water and sometimes I find myself in land. Uh -huh. Depending, I guess I just kind of like, sometimes I'll go in with an intention of like, okay, how are we going to get into this to try to get into a good space to where we can tap into this fucking power. Right. Yeah. And so this time I was sitting crisscross applesauce in like a garden. Um, but there was like no house or anything around. And all of a sudden, all these like roots and like weird vines came out of the ground and then a few simultaneously out of my body to go into the ground. But mostly they came out of the, the ground and they just kind of like covered my whole body. And then like I called in all my, like I call in my spirit guides, my mm -hmm. power animals, I, I, my ancestors. And then I was like, anybody else who wants to come in? Yeah. You know, like Arching, Ar Archangel Michael um, came in with his sword. And then I had these 
um, like very like, uh, like almost like inky black, like vines, like Ooh. singular vines would come out of my body. And Michael just took his sword and was like, oh, shawakata. This is so crazy. I just read somebody and told them they looked like, um, they look like orchid vines that are dead. The orchid roots that are dead. Yeah. So I saw that on somebody just recently. Yeah. So he came, Good. he came with his sword and he sliced, he sliced through everything. But the only thing that cut was the, like the ink blot vines, right? The, yeah. the negative. And then, um, and all the other like vines and roots and everything just stayed in place. His sword went right through those. Um, and then I like, then after I got rid of that stuff, like they all kind of like hovered into the air into the same spot and then kind of bundled themselves and then went into a small hole in the ground that was like unearthed. And then, I, and then I took my hand, I took this hand, this right hand. Your Jesus um, hand. My Jesus hand. And I put it over the hole with the, you know, the negative attachment things I had or the anxiety, whatever they were representing. And I just put my hand above them and then they just caught fire. Then they wow. burned into soot and then the earth slowly covered itself back up and then i stood up and i screamed like like and like a like a like as 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 hard as you can scream and it was just like shadowy like came oh my god and i was just you know i was kind of like like arms back yeah. like, like trying to release all this pain and so that happens and then that shadowy vapor that comes out of my scream kind of is in the air uh -huh. and then it kind of turns into birds Ooh, like man. robins and then they just kind of and they fly away and then this there was oh, what was, an excellent music video by the way yeah it would be pretty cool wouldn't it and uh -huh. then there was something else too where like i had um i had something else like that i was shedding that i was getting rid of and then there was somebody there i don't know who it was they were holding like a copper um like a kettle or uh -huh. a thing that has like a lid on it and they took and it like they took it in liquid form and it like went in there like this negativity and this like wow you know you copper know. purifies and all that good stuff right yeah yeah so it's like really good for that and so mm -hmm. they I think it was like, you know, the things that I, you know, the things that I want to stop doing from my past or from my life or whatever, right? Yeah. These, these things I want to change about me. And they liquid form went into this copper thing that this person was, this thing was holding. Then they took it over and put it inside of a giant cauldron that had bubbling water. And it sat in the cauldron and then it all, the copper and everything else melted and became one with the liquid. And then the, cauldron went over floated over and poured that liquid onto the ground where i had buried the the tentacles or the vines of darkness Fuck. that were inside this is of amazing and game of thrones wishes and flowers sprouted from oh my god well that where put that in there but where i had uh, like beautiful weird like exotic looking like almost space-like fluorescent like you flowers just had this meditation plants. today yeah just like maybe an hour and a half ago I'm very happy for you that the sun is in cancer. The rest of us, everyone is hurting so much. I know all the actual cancers are totally fucking fine for the most part. This is like where you're happiest. But man, I everybody I'm giving readings to, 
all of my friends, everybody keeps asking me, why does it hurt so bad? Well, I mean, I, just, I feel like I'm having that experience. I'm not having that life experience. But you're still, you guys, all the I'm having like dark right nights now. of the soul every fucking night. Uh-huh. It seems like. oh, everybody is. Everybody's. So check this shit out. Well, for starters, um, I read a lot of people. I've seen the craziest shit of my life in the last couple of days of readings. Um, did you know that God and aliens are like in cahoots? And God, I don't even know where to begin. I've seen so the fucking shit I saw during the new moon. There's so much to talk about. Um, but after I do really hardcore, cause when I do past life, it's not, I'm not reading anybody I'm journeying and I'm like seeing your story and they, they show me what they show me. They show me like a whole movie. I've just had a timer. I have no, when it goes off after an hour, I have no idea how much time has passed. But, um, after I journey, not regular readings, but journey, actual journeys, I have to go stand with my feet in the grass and just like balance myself reconnect to mama earth and i was out there with her today my squirrel was with her boyfriend oh my god i have to talk about that um it's just weird to like love something and nurture it and consider it your baby and then it has like all grown up a lot of sex a lot of sex a lot of sex she's got like she's missing fur on her back where he has latched onto her to fuck her trying to make your grandbabies yeah. And you know what? That's fine. I would prefer her to not take that path, but it's her body, her choice. Um, I mean, I bought her a squirrel house. I got to get the drawer for my brother to install it. Um, but so I go outside and I'm ground, I'm earthing and I can feel, cause you know, there's a swine flu coming now. Did you see this in China? I Here it is, you guys. I mean, I'm rooting for it. You want to eat a pig? Choke on that. I'm totally fine with this. I'm totally fine with this. Um, it will probably kill other people as well. But um, yeah, this is the progression. This, this, is how, this is how it's going for 2020. Um, but I go out there and I could feel she was still pissed and um, just not the same that it used to be earthing. Um, but I heard myself saying, fuck my species. I'm with you. Okay. I align with you. And I was like, wow, I've always felt that way. Like I will always align with the magical creatures and the plants and the animals and the mother planet over my own shitty species. And I think that's a sign of being indigo. Like probably every indigo listening is like, well, yeah, that's the, we're not the fucking same as these people. Um, but I also have been so sensitive, Ryan, so sensitive and leading with amazing compassion. Like in our Facebook group, I posted a check-in with everybody one night when things were really hard. And I channeled at every single person who posted a message. I actually told them what their guides told me to tell them. And I didn't tell them I was doing that. And you guys, please don't expect me to do that again. It was very, it was exhausting. Um, that's that's really cool I, though. Like uh, in Crystal Corner, just as a tease, Crystal Corner will, uh, the, today's crystal will be, <laughs> Um, you know, you know, there are no coincidences speaking specifically to those who feel like whether you want to, you identify as a star child who's having a hard time and has had a a difficult time, you know, melding your spiritual body with this earth body. This today's stone is all about trying to help you do that. Like what you're Ooh. saying, like indigo children being like, I'm fuck you. I'm with you. Right. Like, cause I'm uh-huh. not one of these people. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, today's stone will be about that. So sorry to interrupt I love it. before I forget. Yeah. I wanted to say that before I forgot. I don't know where all the shitty souls came from. I'm still trying to figure this out, but I did get into, um, I, I don't know why I even commented. I haven't, I don't have any friends who post shit about the Confederate flag. I didn't think I did. Then I'm on Facebook 
and I see a really dumbass fucking post that's like, the, the red of the flag is blood. The stars are the eyes of Jesus or some stupid fucking shit like that. And it's like, no, no, historically, no. Um, and I go in and I'm like, I, and I wrote, and this is where I fucked up. I said, I'm disappointed in you. Already, I put him on the defense. That I've analyzed this situation because I do intend to have these conversations the right way. And I said, and you guys, this came to me as I was typing. This was straight up channeled from guides. This war, the civil war, was fought so rich people could keep their fucking enslaved humans. It was, poor people died fighting for the rich and fighting for the, like human rights to just not exist. It was so fucked up. Um, all these boys who went to war, they couldn't afford slaves. They weren't even, I actually, actually hate, I don't know if anybody, anybody's making noise, but I hate to say slaves. I prefer to say enslaved people because slaves, like, you know, I just feel weird about that word. They were, I'm not taking it away, but I just would rather say enslaved humans. Um, but the people who fought this war weren't even the people, these people, and this was the point I made too, these fucking rich white assholes could have paid real wages to these poor white boys instead of enslaving humans. They could have given jobs and helped their economy instead of buying people who they would breed. And I'm not even going to say treat like animals because you know how I feel about animal treatment. Like this is, the, this is like the most obvious fucking thing to me. The people here in the South with their Confederate flags, you are losers. You are goddamn losers. You literally lost the war. And why, why would you keep that flag? It's a, it's, it, and I, I did not say this, but it, it is just like Nazis. You don't go to Germany and see a Nazi flag anywhere, I don't think. But they lost. They lost dehumanizing humans. And Germany isn't proud about it. Mississippi just got rid of their flag. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. This is amazing. But so I get into it with these people. And I, I said that. I should not have said I'm disappointed in you. That was the wrong, wrong foot. But then, Ryan, then these people I do not know, these fucking... Oh, I have so many mean things I could say. I didn't say anything mean. Um, one of them called me Karen. She said, okay, Karen. And I was like, whoa, they are using Karen. They don't even, this is also important. We're not using Karen. We're using Ivanka. We know lots of good Karens. Now the other side My is My mom is a Karen. Karen, <sighs> Karen Rontowski. Karen Rontowski. Ivanka. Call them Ivankas. What, nobody's named fucking Ivanka except that shithead Ivanka Trump. Ivanka is where we are going now. Um, no more Karens. If you see somebody, post it. Post and say, actually, we're calling them Ivankas now because they are using Karen. They're using Karen and it's hurting actual Karens, good people. Um, so one of them called me a Karen and um, they all tried to pick a fight with me and they were using all caps. My friend from high school, I don't know anybody from high school. They found me on Facebook. I don't fucking remember you. I went and I lived in real cities and met thousands of people. I realize you've met, and I'm being very awful right now. I realize you only met like 20 fucking people in your lifetime because you stayed in bubble fuck for it. All right. My sympathies. I don't know you anymore, but she wrote in all caps. If you don't like it, move on exclamation point. And wait, yeah. isn't that seems so <laughs> ironic to me. <laughs> Thank you. About moving so, on from. <laughs> yes. 
Oh my God. You know, but it's this mirror, right? Social media, and, uh-huh. and I guess so many ways can be a mirror being held up to ourselves. But yeah, it is my favorite memes about the Confederate flag are like Golden Girls was on longer than the Confederate flag was a thing. The Confederacy was a thing. And oh my like, God. like this, you know, when people use the word like the heritage of the flag and I haven't mm-hmm. read, researched into the Confederate flag because like you, I don't know people who are, at least I don't think I, I don't know people who are hanging up confederate flags right no and it's funny because golden girls even did an episode on the confederate flag uh-huh i just saw um, don Cheadle. it's brilliant yeah did you post that yeah you posted that right or no but oh, no. i should post it but um, um like a clip of a clip from that episode. yeah everybody but, yeah. should go watch it it's like it's like confederate flag offensiveness 101 it's so good confederate flag for dummies is really what that clip should be called um but what i said and this was when i got good at this i said I'm not going to, they were all calling me names. They were, you know, all, they came for blood. And I think it's because the sun is in cancer or I just haven't gotten in a, in a social media battle in a very long time, but I was just really calm. And I thought, okay, you put these people on guard. Now let's just figure out why the fuck they want to keep their flag. And I said, I, I didn't say I was sorry, but I was like, look, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to write in all caps. I'm not going to use any exclamation points and I'm not going to name call. I sincerely want to know why the, keeping this flag is important to you. And my friend from high school, she didn't even call her my friend, person I went to high school with, didn't even have a fucking class with her, you know? She writes in all caps, because it's history. Okay, now how many shitty things are technically history? And I said, I get that, I get that. What is it to you personally? Why does this flag resonate with you? And I said, I only know what liberals believe about it. And that is that it is people saying, I wish we still had slaves. I wish we still had enslaved humans. And then people were like, um, coming at me a little bit more like, oh, you don't want to fight, but you want to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I really want to ask. And then I said, I realize this might be a very personal thing. Please feel free to DM me. I'm extremely curious. Or I, I don't understand and I, I really want to understand. Not a single one DM'd me. It, do, it doesn't matter. Of course they didn't. They all chicken out when there's no fucking, um, you know, Confederates to like your dumb, shitty clown. <laughs> Somebody posted a clown emoji at me and I was like, well, that is actually accurate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, to me, it's like, it's, this is, you know, symptomatic of like, you know, the, the bigger, the bigger thing that's that we're all hopefully confronting in our lives, and you know when she's like, "Why don't you just move on?" It's like, well, oh, Angela's got the cat, oh, yeah, one of the cats, and uh, oh, I met the two kittens that are upstairs. By the way, um, <gasps> what you just randomly dropped that in? What two kittens that are upstairs? My uh, upstairs neighbor, Pick, who's a musician, he did like the score for my Monster Hunter short film, uh, nice. like two years ago. He uh, he just uh, adopted two uh, <gasps> kittens that are, they're like brother and sister and they're, they're identical. It's, um, what do they look like? they're, um, what's it called when they're like gray speckled, like dark, they have like black and dark gray and it's kind of like, um, tiger, I guess tiger it's, stuff? you know, calico? I guess it'd be like calico. I always thought calico was orange. Um, mm, it's like, you know, I it's might, like, yeah, it's, you might they're that speckled, like, uh, gray and black for, with a little bit of white mixed in. They're really cute. I don't know. They sound exotic. They're really cute looking. Um, but, uh, kittens. So, oh, so anyway, like this whole thing about moving on. Right. And 
people don't want to confront the awfulness of our past. Yeah. You know, it's history. Yeah, there's lots of things in history that we don't have monuments to. Um, (laughs) And, Um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that we don't need to celebrate. It's not about trying to forget that this, you know, people aren't trying to erase uh, the Confederacy from the history of the United States. They're trying to take down the things that honor or glorify the Confederacy. And it's the same way with all of these different institutions. Like I specifically am inside the world of stand-up comedy. I've been there for 20 years almost, right? And you don't realize until, you know, if you're, if you're lucky, you do get to realize because, you know, it's brought to your attention or it's brought up. It's like there's a story about stand-up comedy that's been written, like about the way the world of stand-up comedy is. This is yeah. what stand-up comedy is, right? You become successful and one of the perks, quote-unquote perks, um, is as a man in stand-up comedy is you have like unlimited access to like women everywhere, right? Like this is like built (laughs) into the story of what it means to be successful. And you kind of come up with that and you know, it's the story of stand-up comedy. So when you're first starting out, like you don't even, at least I wasn't really questioning it. You know what I mean? It wasn't a thing like, well, who the, why the fuck is this part of the story or the reality? Right. And it's like, well, who wrote the story of stand-up comedy? white men exactly who built this world of stand-up comedy and it's white men and you know someone like me you'd like to think that you know i'd like to think that i'm a good-hearted person and all this kind of stuff but at the same time you have to confront yourself and understand that the toxicity that's built the the male toxicity that's built into the world of stand-up comedy that i've been completely submerged in for almost two decades part of that does seep into me And whether I want to accept it or not. Right. And so that's like when I'm saying like this dark night of the souls and all these things with like black lives matter movement and also trying to understand, you know, white privilege, how that seeped into me and didn't understand how it was playing itself out in certain ways. So this like male toxicity that I have inside of me has seeped in from the world of stand up comedy and from other, and just from the world in general. Right. And you don't want to fucking just sit there and be like, Oh, I've been above all this shit all the time. That's how I felt when I saw this post. That's why I had to comment. And yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, my white privilege has to go. I has to. I have to use it now to talk to other dumbass fucking white people Mm -hmm. and tell them why this isn't okay or why it's alarming to somebody. Anyway, sorry. Go on. But yeah, I mean that's part of it. I mean that's like a large part of it, and it's the moving on part that she talks about is the most important (laughs) aspect of this whole thing because. If you want to be, and we talk about this all the time about how doing the work is fucking mm-hmm. hard, right? Yeah. And no one really tells you that. Um, to, to like on your path to ascension, you think like, it's going to be great. I'm going to become a fucking enlightened Ugh. being and all this shit. But you don't realize, well, no, to get to that place, you have to like extract all this yeah. gnarly shit from inside of you. And it's fucking brutal to do that. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I was walking just, uh, I took a hike the other day and I'm like walking back from the hike and I'm just having so much fucking like, you know, whatever going on. I'm like, should I check myself into a mental hospital? I'm like, should I fucking, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I can fucking handle this anymore. Right. Well, that was when I texted you that night. Cause I, I felt you and I do cut cords with everybody right now. Cause it's really hard to maintain. Everybody should be cutting cords. Cause we're all a mess right now. But, um, I felt your cord and I was like, uh Oh, you're like, yeah, I felt like I was going to check. Yeah. Myself. I mean, I really was like, I'm going to call my therapist, the one that's here in town. And, um, 
I'm going to tell him I need, I need a recommendation for a place I can go check myself into. Cause I was like, yeah. I just need, I need, I just need a room with no windows and pads and I just need to like be sedated. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's like fight, flight or freeze. And yeah. so, but like the moving on part is if you truly, if we truly want to move into this, you know, brave new world, this beautiful new future that we all, I think aspire to have, um, that is equal and people feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, we have to extract that gnarly shit that's seeped into us over the years from various, and some of us are bigger sponges than others because we're straight white men born in fucking America. And yep. so I've just been sponging this shit in the whole time, even though I thought that I was a, you know, a good guy. Right. And I still think I'm like, I'm a decent guy. Right. But I'm like, I'm not perfect. You're, on a, you're a magnificent human being. You are so good, Ryan. And you know what? One of the best things about you is you are always trying to get better. You never accept the level you're at. You are always trying to break through on all. Well, I mean, I still like, have a long way to go. I still have a long yeah. way to go. And but it's, you, are you know, not, you're not just, I'm great. You know, the, your ego is in check. 24-7. Most of the time. Ego. Most of the time. <laughs> See, lately. Most of the time lately. About your ego. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, I just, all... I'm just, I'm just hyper aware of all the work I still need to do and how far mm -hmm. I still need to go. So um, to me, I'm not to this place that you may perceive me to be yet. Um, but th these are just, you know, it's all, it's all, you know, POV. It's, it's reference yeah. frames. So this is, Sorry, go on, go on. No, but I mean, I think that's like, and one way or the other, I was talking to a friend of mine and we're like, it's never been, we've never lived in this world because he's roughly the same age as us. He's like, I've never experienced so much uncertainty in what the future of everything will be in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was just, that really resonated with me when he said that. And I was like, yeah. I mean, because I have no yeah. idea what the fuck I'm going to be doing next yeah. year at this time. But my, my heart is most broken for all the young people who, whose lives were just starting and they're, they're like breaks screeching. What the fuck? Cause we've all had this, like people who've already gone to college and done all their dumb mistakes. We've already had so many restarts and these people were just getting their first start. So I'm very interested to see how it shapes that generation. You know, my oldest like niece uh, was in her fight. freshman year in college. Wow. Uh, and got sent home. So like I was talking to her on the phone the other day and, you know, she's excited to go back in August. Um, oh. I'm sure everything will be masked up. Um, she's at like the largest, she's at Ohio State University, which is, you know, there's like what, a hundred thousand students at that fucking college. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's insane how big it is. But so we'll see what happens come August if they're still planning on doing that. But, um, but yeah, it is interesting. But the, uh, like part of this too, like this uncertainty, not knowing like what's going on and like the reevaluation of everything in life. Like it's, um, and a friend of mine told me the other day, she, oh, actually let's, so rude. sorry, that's the oh, timer. Oh, that's your timer. <laughs> let's, um, let's do a quick, uh, let's do a quick break and maybe talk about, uh, you know, where the future actually has us physically. Um, when it comes to magical homes and things like that, potentially. So let's take I a like quick that. break and do that. Okay. That was our short commercial break. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it's made me, so all of this 
has made me like wonder, like, what am I going to be doing with my life? What will I actually be doing? Um, because most of the venues I perform at are independent venues, small, privately owned comedy clubs. You know, I don't really do the big chains that are in malls anymore. Um, and most of those, and the fear is a lot of those, it seems to be, uh, their future is that they will be closed um, by the end of the year. And so, you know, as far as being a touring stand-up comedian, I don't know if that's going to be something, I mean, other things will pop up and, you know, take the place of, you know, fill the void, but it's made me start like going on Zillow and just looking all over the place for like super yeah. cheap homes. There's a place called Dadel, New Mexico. We almost started talking about this before. Is it near Roswell? Ryan, um, Ryan it's not super Zillow close. Posts. It's a, it's like a four hour drive from Roswell, I that, think, but it's close that, to, but I'll tell you what it's close to. Tell me. Cause Roswell's pretty rad, but Corona yeah. is actually really Corona, New Mexico, which is like a little Northwest of Roswell. Probably is, not a popular place right now. Yeah, probably not. Good real estate there. But that's actually where the UFO went down. It was oh. in Corona. But Roswell um, oh. is the, the spot that kind of really embraced everything. Right. So, and it's pretty close. Corona is like yeah. close to Roswell, but Corona is really uh, more accurate for the location of where that happened. But, Dadel, New Mexico, which I think is D-A-Y-T-I-L, um, which is about four and a half hours, slightly northwest of, it's, it's more west than north of uh, uh, Roswell. That place is super fucking cheap. The population, according to the 2010 census, was under 100 people living in Dadel, New Mexico. Ryan, I came so close <laughs> to buying a home in Dado last night because it's only $24,000 for this house. No. It's super fucking that, there's cute. There's a reason why. No. But no, let me tell you this. insane. But let me tell you this. It is super close to the large array. Do you know what the large array is? No. Do you ever see the movie Contact? Oh, yeah. Jodie Foster? Oh, yeah. You've heard of SETI? The large array, SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, those, the fucking huge, the large array is all those giant satellite dishes that they use to beam shit out into space to try to find aliens. Oh my God. You don't really Dadel is right by fucking the large array. No. And no, it's also no. right by this, like, um, I think it's the <laughs> Cocachino National Forest, or it's right by uh, this huge national forest park reserve area too. Um, You're gonna live near water. You have to live near water. I think there's I there's, there's probably water close by to Dadel. Not real water. There's probably. But for twenty three thousand, I've got a down. I got a twenty percent down payment right now for this place. <laughs> you do not want to. Do it's this. more expensive to buy a new Highlander. You so you are so Sag Moon. My aunt with a Sag Moon is just like you, and she'll get she. I mean, she acts on a lot of her crazy shit. But yes, yeah, when my when I told my mom and I showed her the link you sent me for the place in Orange City, which. Honestly, I had a moment, and this is my Sag son, where I was going to say, I'll buy it with you because it's a cool church. My crazy Sag Moon aunt actually did buy a church, make it over, lives in it, next to a cemetery in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. It's very haunted. It's crazy. This place so, in Orange City is unfucking believable And it's like, it's I a 12-minute it. drive to Casadega. Yep. And it's a 20-minute drive to the beach. Yep. We should buy this house slash I mean, church. church. I think, well, it's, it's cheap. It was what, 75 grand or something? Yeah, let's buy it. I got some money. How much money do you have? 
Well, I can't just because you only need because... you only need fifteen grand to put a down payment on this place. I got. I can do it. And then the payment, the monthly payments on this place. Now, granted, I don't know if this specific location, if Casadega, you need flood and hurricane insurance, which is you know Probably. pretty expensive. So it's pretty. I don't I mean, know about need. Definitely hurricane. Because I mean, your mom, your live. mom lives somewhat close to that location, right? That I sent yep. you. Super and close. Oh, I'd be interested you, to know, you could find out off the record, or we don't have to talk about it here, but how much she has to pay for, for flood and hurricane this gotta be Um Also though, that weird church house is right next to uh, the springs where you can go see manatees. And they're so beautiful. They're so sweet. They come right up to you. You can actually swim in there. There are alligators though. And I know people who swim in there and that's fucking bonkers. To me. Well, this is why I, I want this house. Let's because get it. Let's it's get one of the, I will help you renovate it. It's one of the first buildings. It's, I think it's the first building built in that specific area. It's the oldest it, building the, in that specific those photos, area. There's it's an old church. Going on in that house. It's mm-hmm. an old church. It's kind of like a giant, it's like a two story A frame kind two of. Two beds, two baths. Yeah, it's got this, and it's got these, this huge circular window up top. It's beautiful. Yeah. That goes into the upstairs. I mean, talk about a place where you can put an altar. And I believe yep. it faces east. I believe the house oh faces east. And, so this is basically what I'm getting at with all of this. I've looked at places in Roswell. I've looked in places in northeastern Utah, which, uh, you know, in a oh town. Oh, my God, Ryan. What? Well, in a town just outside of Skinwalker Ranch, uh, which is oh, like that, I mean, the most studied. There, um, so you can find places cheap there. I'm like transitioning back into a place where I need a home base where there's Let's, uh, magical and serious. paranormal stuff very close Let's, by. Yep. Let's buy it. Make it over. We just live there till the world calms down in 2021. Then we go back to LA. Then we rent it for retreats. And it's right next to fucking Casadega. I'm serious. We're going to talk about this later. This is um, a, I mean, I, it's not a bad idea because I will tell you this. I have a friend, a my friend, I talked to him earlier today on the phone because I texted him late. And I, I was up till 5.15, almost 5.30 in the morning on Zillow yeah. this morning, just looking at all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. could I not. Know stop i could not stop and well, he I flips really him and his wife flip one. houses she grew up in del grand or del grand del, del grand uh, deland del, what? deland she grew up in deland oh my God. she went to high school there that's where my mom taught forever deland. Yeah, she may have they got I bet, springs I, there they probably your mom taught high school she taught college oh okay because uh my buddy's wife she went to high school there they had a her family still lives like in casadega they have like they just Mm -hmm. sold their place actually that they had like just outside of casadega casadega is mystical magical energy you will meet the most powerful psychics there it's i fucking love the the spiritualist church every sunday they do a potluck it's all vegetarian i'm pretty sure it's vegan um, you just put in whatever you can afford. If you can't afford anything, it's fine. But they make bean soups and cornbread and have all this food. And you all eat together as a community. And then the mediums and training get up and they just do everybody in the audience. And, you and that's so rad. It's I think so that's rad. the next it's step in my like community. journey. Like that's the next big step in my journey is finding like a magical, like paranormal home base. Mm-hmm. Well, that um, would be it. Let's buy his fucking house together. We'll talk about this later. Um, also, we'll have retreats. The monthly mortgage. The Hotel. If you put twenty percent oh down, God. monthly mortgage is like two forty a month. I spend more on dumb shit like books I don't read, clothes I don't wear, than that mortgage would cost. We'd have to put central um, AC in this place because I don't think it. Duh. Has anything, but, we'll do okay. it. Okay. Also, yeah. Okay. We'll talk about this later. But it's, it's about building your magical future, right? And like finding <laughs> yes. a location 
finding mm-hmm. a place that you're called to or that you feel, and I'm, I'm hearing this through friends of mine right now, they're being called on journeys to specific locations mm-hmm. and they're listening and yeah. they're going as opposed know, to just kind yeah. of brushing it off and ignoring it, right? I know I was supposed to be here. I'm not resisting it anymore, the Florida thing. And I know that I'm like the bright light in the fucking shit trough of Florida right now. And I still have to put lots of, um, bind. I got to bind some people here, but there's good stuff here too. Um, I have to talk about though, if that was boring, you guys will love this. Um, I'm not being sarcastic. What, Um, looking for a magical home? (laughs) How is that boring? We should post the Zillow link there. Everybody can see it. It's really fun. But also to have retreats where people come because Casa Dega has crazy workshops. It'd be so fun. It'd be so fucking fun. Um, so, um, new moon, I texted you right after this happened. So you guys, every full moon or new moon, I have a Hakate ritual where, uh, she makes me clean the house like crazy. Um, and I can't invoke her until it's pretty fucking clean. And sometimes I'll like put clothes in closets and she's okay with that. So, but, but like clean surfaces, all the, you know, all the cleaning. The grab um, and so stash. Do you yes, do a grab yeah, and exactly. stash. Exactly. I mean, she's not going to stay. She's just going to come in, run her massive magical finger across the top of my bookcase, you know? Um, I want to see so- a, yeah. It's like Mr. Clean's like white trash brother. He's got like a goatee <laughs> and he's like in the kitchen with like a mop and he's just kind of grabbing shit and like kicking it underneath the fucking table. <laughs> Good yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I invoke her at my altar and I got, you know, my Hakate statue and everything. And um, I invoke her, I have the same stuff I say to her. Uh, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but um, I was always scared of the dark growing up because, you know, ghosts and spirits and everything came for me in the dark. And I didn't know how to protect myself yet. Um, I did have really good protectors. So I was very lucky in that sense. Um, but in the last couple years, I have come to embrace the dark and what can live in the dark and thrive in the dark. And Hakate loves the dark. And before I call her in, I have to make it totally dark around me. And then I stand there and I have felt her brush against me before where she's right behind me. And it's a rush. Um, but I get... Nothing scares me. I mean, when I saw that snake, I was pretty scared because I don't want to be bitten. Oh my God, did I already tell you those snakes? There's a snake den underneath my bedroom window, underneath this little hunk of sidewalk. All these snakes sleep under where I sleep, which I'm really into. I mean, if that's like, I did talk about this. Um, anyway, um, so I, I invoke the goddess. And- we can't have snakes in this house we're buying. No, don't worry, don't worry. I like all the animals to be wild and free, but Penny will move over there. Um, Also, I was journeying for somebody, and when I journey and like look at your past life, I go down a hole. Sometimes it happens during regular readings, but I'll go down, um, you know, like a stairwell or a tunnel, or some of you have really dark, weird underground caves. And uh, just recently, I was journeying, and I see a squirrel running ahead. And she looks over her shoulder and it's Penny. And she's like, come on. And I was like, you're fucking magical. Like it was middle of the day too. when I was doing reading. So I don't know yet what our relationship is. If we have a professional relationship. I mean, she's having children now. So I don't think she's got her career on her mind. But um, uh, I hope she, would it be great if she was just like sterile and just fucking the shit out of the squirrel and having a great time. She was dragging her ass and vag all over the chairs outside the other day. It was so, I have, I posted a video to my stories. It was so funny and gross. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, we've all been there. Um, So anyway, 
I invoke the goddess. I take my offering outside to the crossroads, which I've talked about in secrets, what my offering is, it's horrible. Um, I take my offering outside. As soon as I'm walking outside, and I usually don't do this until around, I mean, like right before the sun's coming up, because she gets me all wild. I get, like the cleaning gets all wild. The moon makes me wild. The full moon makes me crazy. The new moon is easier on me. But I usually do this in the middle of the night when none of these fucking hayseeds are around. I shouldn't say that. Some of these people are probably good people. They're just a lot of Trumpers. As far as I know, they're all Trumpers. Um, probably not the black family across the street, but everybody else. So um, I ta I'm taking my offering out and I always go out barefoot. And my mom now has seen a giant black snake in the yard. We got snakes galore. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not really afraid of snakes. I just look out for them. But I also like that there are a shit ton of snakes now here. Because this is all suburban. Why are these snakes here? I don't know. Nobody else is having them. And I think- hey, it's This is their land too. Exactly. This is their world too. Yep, yep. And none of them seem to be poisonous. They all And they have nowhere snakes. else to go. Yeah, and they let them live under my room. I mean, that's just gonna give me fucking power. I can't wait to find one of their skins and use it for something. Oh my God. Also, during my crazy brain time, I bought a shit ton of resin stuff. I'm gonna start making resin, resin athames. It's coming from England, this really cool mold. Um, I don't know if I'm going to sell these, you guys, but maybe we'll like- I'm, I'm going to have to buy this house by myself. No, Ryan, are you kidding? Um, oh, because I'm spending money on dumb shit. You're spending- So No, you won't, because here's the part. Here's the best part. I walk out there with my offering and I look up in the sky. And as soon as I look at the sky, and I already told you this, I see a, a star, super bright fucking star, come shooting down to the earth. And I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my God, shooting star. That means what I'm about to do is going to be great. And blah, blah, blah. And what I've asked for is going to happen. And then before it's like close to earth, it blasts off to the right, like a straight line. And then so I'm a drastic guessing, change in direction that yep. could not be done by a nope. human steered nope. aircraft. No. Or and with the propulsion technology that at least the general public is aware that we have developed at this time. Exactly. And and I know that they do a lot of weird shit over here because it's Florida and they're, you know, launching stuff and whatnot. But this was mystical for sure. And I saw it blast off and I was like, fuck. I was so overwhelmed. I don't know if I saw it because I'm clairvoyant. If If aliens can mask their stuff but then psychics can see them. I mean, I'm, I don't know what it is. I've also seen Jesus and aliens and God and like everybody's in cahoots. So why wouldn't the goddess be in cahoots? Like if that was from Hakate, I don't know what the hell that was, but I hauled ass over to the crossroads and gave my offering and said my things to her and just like came running back in. And that was when I texted you and I was just like, oh my God. And also the things they keep asking for, they keep happen they keep starting everything is starting so i don't know i don't know what it was i can't wait to see it again or something like it again and figure it out because i'm telling you i am getting like like crazy ass secrets i just gave somebody a past life reading and i am pretty sure it was you know what i probably shouldn't give these details i won't give the details it's a very famous tragedy it's a big famous tragedy and we all think a natural disaster happened. 
but I saw it and there was a dark fucking portal open with the craziest monsters that I've ever seen. And another portal opened to try to combat them all the while with all these people there. And it was insane. It was like, it was nightmarish, honestly. I've never seen anything like that. And I was like, oh, of course this is what happened in reality. This thing, this thing that we just think had bad luck or whatever. No, of course things, things come here to hurt us and destroy us sometimes. And other things protect us. I don't understand it yet, but it was so cool. And then I also saw this other past life. This is the craziest shit too. Cause like sometimes I'll see a past life and it'll be pretty like, not, I don't want to be, none of them are basic, but it'll be like ABC. Here's where you started. Here's when shit went awry. And here's what, what you died and had unresolved. And that's coming back right now. But I saw somebody's life recently and they were a caretaker of a religious property and there was a ufo buried under it that killed the crops and god had like a direct line to this person or this person but this person was like no fuck you god this per- it wasn't like biblical they were like i'm sick of your shit and aliens were showing up and it was like the land wasn't good it was insane the stuff that we don't know about and I, and i'm having and I know that this is part of the cancer sun thing, but I'm having really big, weird unworthiness issues because I'm seeing so much more than I've ever seen, which I keep asking for. And I always ask the goddess, make me more psychic, make me more powerful. I'll only do good, only send me people I can help. Um, but I always ask her to only do it within the limits of happiness. I don't want to be unhappily doing this. Um, but I'm really, lately, I feel like... Um, I just feel unworthy. I don't, which I know I'll get over because this was just a big shift. And I know it's also the cancer sun. I think everybody's feeling kind of unworthy because cancer sun is very humbling and, and heavy. Um, but you're talking about, oh, you're talking about crystal that will help us bond with the the world and the the other world, right? Yeah. I mean, if for those people, it's one of the attributes is that it will help you if you do believe that you're a star child or a Pleiadian or mm-hmm. whatever, it'll help. It helps merge your spirit to your physical body here as an earthling um, in a more harmonious way. I so, you can, so you can better interface with that. And it's like yeah. you can have better balance. And because um, there's people who just have always felt like they didn't belong here, but that is a major sighting to have. And um, a friend of mine, just uh, not even a week ago told me about a sighting they had um, super early in the morning on their way to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately those, those uh, videos of UFOs from Miami, Florida were bogus, but uh, oh, I'm like 99.9% sure they're bogus. Um, but uh, from all the graphic, you know, the illustrators and graphic designers who chimed in like, well, this is why, you know, it's not real, but, there does seem to be a a connection to consciousness and UFO sightings that I believe in. And uh, Dr. Stephen Greer talks a lot about this and it's, you know, I think it's CT5, CT5, or it's like when you summon a UFO sighting through meditation in your Ooh. consciousness, right? And he's been leading groups of people doing this for years and to where you can go out on any given day. And if you do it the right way, or you, connect you can they will show themselves to you every day 
if you want. Whoa. Right? So, because there's a connection between consciousness. So to be in a deeply conscious state, tapping into, you know, the power and the, you know, the farthest reaches of what your consciousness is capable of achieving and affecting through, you know, a, a long, crazy, wild, long, magical practice that you're doing, <laughs> uh, especially on the, the moon uh, where it was, you know, it makes sense that you're more open to that. And like, I'm trying to come to grips with the fact that I've had all these crazy, like paranormal experiences, even though I don't consider my, I consider myself to be a pretty normal person when I think mm -hmm. about it. Cause it's my That's baseline. Funny. My life is my baseline. Right. So it's like, mm -hmm. I'm just a normal guy. Um, <laughs> but who's had some crazy experiences. Right. But I've always been open to them. Um, I've always believed in the possibility that these things could be real and be possible. And there's people out there who are also open to that, who haven't been lucky or unlucky, uh, depending on the type of experience you can have, um, to have those experiences. But you know, that it's not a, it's not a, oh, someone's more connected than, than this person, or it's, it's, it's yeah. not a game. It's not a contest. Um, no. but I do think that the more you try to tap into the power of your consciousness, whether you realize it or not, it, it's opening you up to these other things like this, clearly a UFO that you saw. Yeah. I also got to say, because um, everybody is waking up. I mean, everybody waking up is who I'm reading. I'm not reading people who are like, I've just been curious. I'm not reading anybody. Everybody is coming in hot. And um, one of the biggest things I keep seeing is be gentle with yourselves. Some people are doing crazy amounts of work. Some people are just barely hanging on. If you aren't motivated to do a bunch of work, you don't have to do it. You are working when you dream. You're working just by existing through this and this uncertainty. I think that's a beautiful way to put it that your friend did. Um, I don't necessarily feel like, um, like I'm better off having any kind of intuitive gifts because it is harder it's harder you you feel more empaths listening know that like it's harder to be an empath and then it's hard i'm working on something where it's like the strengths of an empath and how to develop them because we all get so beat up until we figure out how to protect ourselves and how to actually use the gift but this is not a fucking cakewalk party time i don't think that's a cakewalk party time, it's not a fucking cakewalk, party cakewalk party time. time. <laughs> hey guys come on over tonight why what's going on oh it's a cakewalk party time you're gonna see all these posts now it's really of, like, easy to parties. have a good time over here all the okay. kids are getting covid from all the cakewalk party times all the um, cakewalk party times yeah i saw a well, shooting star during the oh you're not done yet or no, keep going i was gonna tell you okay so remember the other night when i was texting you, i was like are you smoking did you smoke just now and you were like no um so i was having this weird taste in my mouth and I mean, it was, it was a cigarette, but it's been happening almost every night. Like I'm watching Pose, I'm addicted. Oh my God, I cannot get through a single episode. So what? Long. I, it's called Pose. It's about the ballroom community in New York City in the 80s and 90s. It's huh. like the dancing that Madonna, um, I don't wanna say ripped off, but uh, I guess we could say glorified. She, she made it famous with Vogue. Um, I shouldn't even say famous. I don't think it was ever really famous, but it's incredible. Vogue, and it also, 
There yeah, you go. It became Ryan. famous. You know. Are you fucking kidding me? No, like, I mean the ballroom scene, not Vogue. The oh, ballroom scene. No, that but deserved... that style of dance became. I yes. mean, the video was oh huge. huge. Yeah, it's the show. Everybody, people still about... are out on the dance floor, voguing their ass off. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But the, I mean the ballroom people, like I mean the actual people who came up with this and did this and celebrated this and oh, did okay, it regularly yeah. and gave each other trophies for this shit. It's so precious. But um, the Francis they... Bacon's of the world. They, it's it's kind of mirrored after Paris is burning with a lot of the characters and I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, it's fucked up that they have all these opportunities to hire trans people to play these parts. It's just fucked up that they would hire people who aren't trans. That's how well, like that these people pass, they're all, they're all real trans people. They pass beautifully, which is funny because some of the jokes are like, um, you're a man, blah, blah. And these women are not, they don't look at all like a man. These people are exquisite, um, these actors, and they're all very successful. And I love that the world now can celebrate the trans community. I mean, we're still working a lot. But this show and these actors, their lives are, I've Googled all of them. I'm obsessed with so many of them. Billy Porter's in it too. Um, Billy Porter? It, yeah. I went to grade school with Billy Porter, a kid with named Billy Porter. Billy Porter, okay, yeah, right. Probably not. <laughs> Probably, Probably not. not. I wish. Um, no, he's actually from, I just looked this up. I was like, oh, I, I don't remember now. Um, anyway, it's beautiful. It's about AIDS and HIV and this community being completely overlooked and, oh my God, like fighting for their rights and all of it. I can't get through a single episode of this show without bawling. And um, I have a habit right now. I don't do it every night. I do it most nights. I make a dirty martini. I accidentally went into ketosis because carbs make me feel like shit. So I'm just eating giant salads and these veggie sausages. And I honestly am barely eating right now, which I'll take. You it, said that you all know? excited. You're like, honestly, yeah. I'm barely eating. <laughs> it's so great. I'm like, am I just going to get like accidentally skinny right now? Cause I was eating everything and now I'm like eating nothing. Um, Sometimes I'll eat like half a jar of olives and be like, well, that's dinner. Uh, but I accidentally went into ketosis and it, and, and <laughs> if anybody knows good vegan keto stuff, please let me know. Cause I really want to kind of maybe do, I feel so good. Um, I don't know if being in ketosis forever is healthy. I'll probably have to eat carbs sometimes. I don't know how this works. Anyway, um, I sit in this chair at night and I watch at least one episode of Pose and I ball into a dirty martini, ball my brains out, cry audibly where my mom comes out and checks on me. Um, but also lately I sit here and I crave fucking cigarettes and I never smoked in them. Oh, night. I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah. Sorry. There was a lot. There was a lot. I actually was texting with Aslan, who is the only cord I haven't cut during all of this because her energy is so fucking angelic and ridiculous. I was texting with Aslan and, and I was like, who's what the fuck is this but, 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 you know whatever because it was like it's gotten to the point now where I'm tasting it and I need to really taste it like I'm actually craving a cigarette and Aslan's like baby girl that's your past life and I died from heart failure from being a chain smoker now such a good movie Shirley such a good movie uh, it's so hard. And then when I saw, I think I'm going to tell you this, when I saw that it was like one of the top rated on Rotten Tomatoes, I had shame because I didn't want people to see it and know it was my life. And that's fucked up too. Cause that's, 
that's still that's still a beautiful life. It's still a great life. It, I'm you, whatever. It's fine. Everybody's got their past life bullshit. Um, but yeah, last night I was like, do I just go get a pack of cigarettes and like no. see this through? I don't. Right? I don't. Good. Not oh even, no, 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 definitely well, do not. I I was gonna say not even close, but it's I just don't drug addiction. It's drug it addiction. There's no enjoyment. There's no actual true enjoyment from. I mean, I'm struggling with it, like as we as we talk there's right no now, there's no enjoyment whatsoever ask any smoker ask any axe axe ask any <laughs> it doesn't matter that's how the word used to be pronounced by the way before something called metath- metathesis happened and like i think the early 18th century or 19th really? century they used to be spelled aks pronounced axe and then <gasps> the consonant switched spots due to something called metathesis over time but and became ask but um so smart, Ryan. So smart. Anyway, if you ask any ex-smoker who's been free from cigarettes or tobacco for a long time and ask them, are you happy to be a non-smoker? 100% of them say yes. If you ask any non-smoker, hey, do you wish you would have ever just become a heavy smoker and had to smoke the rest of your life and (laughs) always felt um, very self-conscious about trying to sneak away from a group of people so you could feed your drug addiction? They'd yeah. all just laugh at you. Like, why would I ever want to have to live that life? No, it makes sense. I'm not going to do that. it. But late at night, I think, is when she creeps in the most. Like, that past life gets very, very, I feel it's so The Easy Way gross. to Stop Smoking by Alan Carr is a great book I recommend to people who are struggling with nicotine. Trying to stop smoking. Um, another fun fact. I didn't talk about this before, but I kind of, like, maybe I did talk about it a little bit because Jesus keeps coming in and he's got that boyfriend energy right now. He keeps showing up for well, Okay, maybe we'll okay. wrap up with this Jesus stuff then. Okay, okay. So um, I was reading somebody and I haven't worked with Pam a lot. I also saw my first famous person's past life. I've only ever seen like two before, like mine and somebody else that I'm- Which is a large misconception them. about skeptics and people who hate people <laughs> yeah. who have past lives. Most people, when they do, most people like, you know, when they get readings and things like that, you know, they're peasants or, you know, worker, it's just normal. Like what we'd consider to be normal lives. That's like 99% of past life readings. Yeah, exactly. And, and hers was really cool. And she actually lives very close to that house that the person lived in, that she lived in in her last lifetime, which is fucking crazy because we all, we all end up meeting our past life again. Um, but um, I was reading somebody and I haven't worked with Pan because I have been sort of like poo-pooing um, sex and relationships and just like I'm very focused on things I'm doing, career stuff and developing these courses and lots of writing. And I just don't see how a man like fits right now in what I'm doing. And when I look at past exes, I'm still livid that I gave any of myself to them. So I haven't, I have to stop this. I have to get over this. Um, I stopped working with Pan. Jesus came in. I will also say, I told this in secrets already, but like the devil has creeped around and flirted with me a little bit lately. And I think that's why Jesus is so, they feel okay with each other, but there does seem to be like a brotherly competition between them. So I don't know why Jesus is here, but he's been around a lot lately. And I have called in major protection. So maybe that's why he's here because I've had a connection with him before. But I'm reading this person and I'm seeing their stuff. And all of a sudden I see that like hunky goat man pan and I'm far away from their forest, 
I see him stomp out of the forest like he came running when he felt me near. And he's waving his arms and he's stomping his hooves and he's like bah, 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 yelling at me. And it wasn't for this person. And I was like, uh oh, I'm gonna have to check in with him later. And then when I did, I know I stopped working with him because he did help facilitate a relationship that I don't really uh, think was a great relationship. Um, hindsight, you know? And um, I kind of stopped working with him and he explained to me, which was, he's so sweet. Pan is so great, seriously. He's so, so great. Um, but he explained to me after the reading when I was still kind of all fucked up and hadn't grounded yet, he told me that that was not, he, yes, he helped, but that was inevitable. This relationship, that person is a catalyst for me. All this stuff was inevitable. And he's like, please don't blame me. And then I felt bad about it. And that, now we're okay again, but I still haven't done sex magic. But anyway, Pan is a good guy. I'm sorry that I, I forgot why I put him on the back burner. So anyway, I'm saying I don't have any men and look at me. The devil, Jesus, Pan. I mean, who's next? Hades? Uh, Thoth shows up. Thoth starts Thoth. texting you at like two in the morning. You up? Blowing Question me up. mark. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, come on, Thoth. Thirsty old, thirsty old Thoth. Thirsty Thoth over here. Okay. Okay, cool. So, well, real quick, we'll do, this is kind of a short thing just to wrap it up uh, with uh, Crystal Corner. Um, yeah. The crystal in question today, uh, or that we're going to talk about is, it's a very rare crystal. It will eventually no longer be available, at least in the way it is now. And it's already probably started to decline its availability, but is Moldavite. Moldavite oh, is a super awesome Moldavite. crystal for anyone who's always felt like they've had a hard time grounding themselves in this, in this world um, and have never felt at place or always felt like they didn't fit in. Moldavite is good for this. Now, also Moldavite can be super powerful. And um, some people will say that if you use it with, in accordance with like clear quartz, quartz kind of balances out the energy. Yeah. Um, when meditating or doing work, uh, it is recommended that you put Moldavite on either your throat chakra uh, or your crown chakra. Um, I think that's it. I think, well, there's one more forehead uh, with this crown and throat. Um, and like you can wear it around your neck. Um, although it's like, it's better on your throat or on your forehead. So make yourself a crown of some kind or a Moldavite headband and you know wear that around or when you're meditating but you can tap into Akashic records with it. Um, it's also supposed to be a great bridge between you and the spirit world um, as well to really tap. I mean, it really can blast off your consciousness and it takes you to a whole nother level. And it doesn't have the same like crystal structure that other crystals have because it, mm -hmm. its origin is not of this earth. It's a meteor that crashed into the Czech Republic. I think it's uh, Muldaw, uh, Muldaw or Muldaw in uh, Czechoslovakia. So it kind of like became a mix of earth and outer space yeah. when, it, when the I meteor crashed and, and spread. So yeah. that's, uh, that's like a good one to use, but also it's one that, uh, you know. Don't, don't sleep with it next to your bed. Don't keep it next to your bed. Unless you really want to um, blast off. Well, it'll fuck up your sleep a little bit. Like your body won't rest as well with Moldavite nearby. Um, the first time I ever wore Moldavite, I had never come close to it before. And I put this ring on 
that I that I ended up buying at the store um, in this little town just above Portland, Oregon, where they make amazing pheromone perfumes. And you guys, please don't ask me. People have asked me before. I cannot remember what it is. But if you just look like which store, it's just above, it's over the bridge from Portland and uh, Washington, I guess is what, the, or no, Vancouver is over there. That's, it's Vancouver. Um, amazing store, super great, knowledgeable witches work in there, but they make pheromone perfumes that are out of this world. And I was in there and I was like, yeah, I'm just like trying to get my groove back. I just left a shitty relationship, blah, blah. And, um, I was just feeling crystals and seeing what I liked. And she said, oh, you should try this Moldavite ring. Cause you know, it's like a big deal to have a Moldavite ring in the shop. There's just not a lot of it. I put it on and I'm just feeling it out. And I walk around the store, my whole chest turns bright red and I'm like hot and like, like gone. I was so fucked up. And I took it off and I was like, uh, I think I just had a reaction. And she, and she said, oh yeah, a lot of people do the first time they come around Moldavite. So I didn't wear it while I drove back to my, back to my trailer park. But um, I did wear it later. And then I went out and I was driving. My heart started to race. And I thought I'm going to have to pull over and dial 911. I think I'm about to have a heart attack. And it, I took, I realized I was wearing a multivite. I took it off and I, I put it a little bit farther away from me and I was okay. But yeah, it could be some powerful stuff. It's so powerful. And the, the other thing I say about multivite, um, if you are, a tarot reader or intuitive and you read your friends and you're like, it's too hard to read myself, put Moldavite close to yourself or wear it as jewelry and it'll, you'll be able to read yourself. It's like a trick that all psychics should know about. I read myself yeah, so all a, the time with that. Right I now. remember it's throat, third eye and crown chakra. Um, that's it. Those are the three spots. I yeah, I've only worn, I have a, I have a Moldavite necklace pendant that um, mm -hmm. I got years ago. And I honestly, I couldn't find it today because it's probably like, uh -huh. oh, you can't have me today because like, you're not, you can't handle me today. So, um, <laughs> yeah. but it's, um, I've only worn it a few times when I performed because I, I was like, I'm going to put this multivite on and go on stage. And my sets have been, erratic would be an understatement, like <laughs> no control over what I'm going to say or do on stage. Yeah. That's why I wear it for the podcast because it keeps yeah, you honest. So it, um, I, I've had some of my most fun and probably most confusing for some audience members uh, <laughs> shows when I've worn my Moldavite. Um, it's just kind of, so I've kind of stopped wearing it, you know, regularly um, just because I'm like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I have to have some quote unquote professionalism, I guess, uh, uh -huh. you know, sometimes when I'm doing shows, but yeah. So anyway, so that's the, uh, that's the crystal of the day. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening. Um, this has been fun. You can find us at thisiswherethemagichappens.com. Uh, patrons, of course, patreon.com. This is where the magic happens. Uh, you can find uh, the videos of all of the interviews plus other things. There's another yes. watch party coming up uh, plus oh, secrets, yeah. which we're getting we're ready watching, to record. Yes. We're watching what? We're watching Horns with Daniel wait, Radcliffe. Wait, that's already been voted the watch on? Watch party. Yeah. Oh, I posted I? it. I don't want to give people too much choice and confusion. So I just posted it and said, do you guys like this movie? And everybody said yes. So okay. that was easy. Um, okay, cool. Usually we're open to suggestions. So you guys feel free. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch that. Um, what date did I send you? We don't know hundred percent. So, but very soon. So come become a patron and watch the movie with us. And we chat in the sidebar on Netflix and it's really fun. And Prairie will probably make another custom cocktail. I'm addicted to that fucking mezcal drink she invented for 
the burn it down, she called it. I am addicted. I drank all my mezcal making that and it fucked me up. That's the other thing, you guys, if you go into ketosis, you can't drink like you used to drink. You are just, you're going to get drunk way easier. So that's, that's good so to be know careful. if you're, yeah. Maybe I'll let um, myself also, have a diet soda when we watch that. I'm oh, Ryan. Um, I also wanted to read a review I loved. Um, this is so sweet. Okay. This is, and you guys, I meant to, uh, I, so I, I bought a really fancy red velvet bag and I'm going to um, cut up all the, the reviews and put them in there. So you will see me draw them. So you know that we're doing this honestly. And you know, I'm, I'm sure you trust us, but it'll be like a big production, but I'm going to announce the winner next week. I'm really sorry. I said it would be this week. So write more reviews really quick and get them in this little bag. Um, but this one I loved, um, this is from uh, Kayleek14. I love these two. Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week. Thanks to these two party emoji. I love the energy these two have together. They always bring the best guests on to hang. I appreciate all the advice, stories, and just overall thoughts they give in a casual environment. Also, all the POW podcasts slash projects, that is what I'm, what I'm calling their other podcasts, are awesome too. Um, Ryan does Me and Paranormal You. I have Conjure the Cocktail. Um, like I said, the energy between the two overall is great. They're the bee's knees. And then there's a little bee and a black heart. Who doesn't love bees? Thank you for that love super, it. super sweet review. Thank you very much for your kind words. Maybe you'll win. <laughs> I'm going to, I might feel bad enough to pull two people next week because we put it off a week. Um, yeah, but thanks you guys. We have lots of merch too. And we have masks that have crazy witch things on them that you can go buy for two Hell yeah, they all at our website. Mask it up. Mask it up because uh, that's much how we're like going to survive. Because much like COVID-19. This shit is real.